monthly gross revenue reports. January. Premier Entertainment AC LLC DBA Bally's AC. It's my favorite casino. I'm going to tell my grandkids I went to Premier Entertainment AC LLC DBA Bally's. Howdy, it's Thursday, February 18th, 2021, and this is episode 143 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Mm, I'm sad. Oh. What's bad, Craig? The Do For A Win headquarters, as seen in our logo, is now just a gaping hole in the Atlantic City skyline. And the strangest thing was, I don't think anyone really reached out to us from the state or anything before demolishing it, even though we were the owners as signified on our logo and real life. I would have at least liked to have been asked for a comment by a journalist <laughs> or, you know, Marty Small. Yeah. They should have asked us to push the button <laughs> or something. Yeah. Indeed. Like plant a stick of dynamite or something, like an honorary do for a win stick of dynamite. Yeah. It was a real shame. Not the implosion which was actually pretty cool but the fact that we weren't asked about it they probably would have asked us to be uh to be inside during anyways yeah what happened in 1943 i feel like we're gonna end up talking a lot about boardwalk empire so you can just shut off the podcast now there is some boardwalk empire related stuff that happened if you remember the very first episode of boardwalk empire indeed there was the infant incubator exhibit it got brought up a couple times later in the first season i haven't seen it in the second season i don't think it hasn't been there in a while uh, that thing closed in 1943, which tells you how long it was around, because as we know, Boardwalk Empire is a documentary and they would never fudge the dates, uh, but it was there for a very long time. I'll link to the history about it because it's actually kind of interesting. It was some like German physician. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think I think it was like uh, 19 it was in the 1900s, like 190 something that it first opened. So it was there for quite a long time. 1902. Yeah. It was there for, yeah, 41 years, and apparently it was some German physician who basically had this technology and for premature babies and was like, this is going to work, and all these hospitals were like, that's nonsense, you're an idiot. And then he just proved it by setting up these sites, most of them temporary, except Atlantic City, a permanent one, on the boardwalk directly across from the Million Dollar Pier, which is now the entrance to Caesars Atlantic City. Uh, and it was, yeah, and it lasted for 41 years, and, and the success rate was apparently like 90%, so... Good on that physician yeah, guy it for worked. It worked. saving a bunch of preemies. I mean, still basically used today. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Atlantic City. Played a role in saving a bunch of babies. Yeah. And you could just, like, walk down the boardwalk eating a corn dog and... And looking at some three-pound babies or whatever. Yes. On, you know, turn your head to the right, women in full-body bathing suits, turn your head to the left, three-pound babies. The fewer comments, the better, probably, that I make about that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> in, in 1943, uh, Sheriff James Carmack led a raid on Babette's. Racing sheets, craps tables, roulette wheels, and telephones were seized. Stebbins ultimately paid $5,000 in fines. So, Stebbins was the owner. Stebbins. This is a direct quote from the Atlantic City experience. Classic Stebbins. Always yeah. up to no good. Oh, Stebbins. <laughs> uh, yes, Dan Stebbins yes. was who, the owner. Who knew that they had, like, backroom gambling in Atlantic City before casinos were legalized? I, I had no idea myself. 
Yeah, and of course, Babette's is like the main supper club that they go yeah. to in, in Boardwalk Empire all the time. It's where they tried to shoot Nucky. Indeed. So, yeah, just thought it was interesting to throw that in there. $5,000 in fines, and then the place still lasted like another seven yeah, years. Yeah, that, that is where they shot Eli, right? Was that a casino? Was that at Babette's? I don't know. I didn't think so. <laughs> I thought the casino was separate from Babette's, but maybe it's I don't Babette's. Know. Uh, I have no idea. My my brain is the size of a walnut, so I'm not to be trusted on anything. You're like a pachycephalosaurus. <laughs> you can tell I have a two-year-old boy. Indeed. <laughs> I know all the dinosaurs, Is that Kyle. like the one with the giant skull that can ram things? It I'm, is. I'm so good. Yeah. You also have it. No, my, my, my kids really aren't into, <laughs> into dinosaurs as much. Uh, so that's 1943. Any other thoughts? No, I think that's it. I, I do have some news that I didn't even let you catch wind of before the episode, but I know it will make you very jealous. We had a big snowstorm today, and apparently a lot of people no-showed their appointments, and I guess my wife got us on some waiting lists, so we got a call, and I actually got vaccinated today, the first dose. Oh my god, that's crazy. You should be in AC right now celebrating. Yes, indeed. I heard that, yeah, as long as you wait, like, you know, 10 minutes or something afterwards, yeah. you are immune. That's why they have you wait 20 minutes at the site when you get when you get the shot, I thought. We we did have to do that. They're like, you have to stand right there. You cannot even walk around the supermarket. <laughs> and I'm like, I've gotten vaccines before. I think it's going to be fine. But uh, yeah, I need to look into if there's some sort of waiting list. My wife got the first dose. Oh, I, I have not. very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, we just got it today. I mean, we had to drive through some pretty horrific conditions to get there, but worth it. It was like an ice storm down here. Oh, yeah, so. I did hear about that. Yes, it was just regular <laughs> snowing here. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense that the olds would not be comfortable driving in that because it was legitimately treacherous. Yeah, that's probably better for everyone. Certainly better for you because you got a shot. Certainly. Yes, my arm hurts like hell right now, but otherwise I'm no, no worse for wear. You're only a few weeks away from just, like, licking slot machines. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I need to try to walk the walk, and two weeks from now, I think I'll be comfortable at least, you know. Maybe, maybe I'll make my way up to Horseshoe one night or something. Uh, yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Amazing. All right. We had a listener yeah, question cool. from Mark G., who I never responded to the email, so the first he's going to hear about it that I even know that I got his email, like, three weeks ago. <laughs> is, is on this episode and that's the type of customer service we like to provide exactly. here at do for a win incorporated which you know by the way if any of you have good buildings to rent we are in the market now because yeah we were a little occupied our old one got with our building going to rebel yeah uh so mark g said you talked about getting caesar's diamond status through wyndham rewards how does that work uh we didn't provide much context on that last episode yeah. when we brought it up because we just sort of Threw it out there that, like, oh, yeah, you match from Wyndham to Caesars. So what is the deal with that? Do, do you want me to take a swing at this? I, I am unprepared for this question, but I, I believe the way it usually works is there's there's something that, you know, we found out in the last three or so years is there's a huge overlap between, like, kind of the credit card hacking community and the casino community for some reason that I legitimately don't fully understand. But basically... At least they, they used to be able to. I'm not sure if it still exists now, but if you had any premium status at any hotel chain, you could match that to the Wyndham Diamond, which is their top tier status. 
uh, which people would usually do just by getting, you know, one of a large variety of other credit cards. And then once you had Wyndham Diamond status, it's it's basically just a link on the page that you can you can take that and match it to Caesar's Diamond status. And then once you get into that ecosystem, essentially, if you have Wyndham Diamond, you can match to Caesar's Diamond. If you have Caesar's Diamond, you can match to Wyndham Diamond. And they're, you know, not fully overlapping. There's a slight amount of time where you can switch from one to the other. Uh, so it can, you could basically, once you get onto that train, you can ride it forever, essentially. As long as you, you have to re-upgrade your Wyndham to Diamond in January. Because, yeah, Wyndham's status expires generally January 1st, although it didn't expire this year. And then uh, Caesar's tends to expire on February 1st. So there's there's that one month period of overlap. Yeah, so... A nice little trick. So, and then obviously, you know, if you have, if you already have earned casino status somewhere else, right. you can match or, Caesar's. Yes. Yeah, there's a bunch, Indeed. there's a bunch of ways to do it. You can, you know, founder, buy, get founder's card and, and get it that way. So however you get diamond status at one or the other, you can sort of keep getting them back and forth. That's probably yeah, more, think... more detail than people would prefer that we give, but I don't think anyone who is in a position that matters at Caesar's is, is listening to this show. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I don't think it's a secret. I mean, there's like some stuff that I know people are quite secretive about, but I don't. I don't think there's any confusion about. Yeah, this, this is this, this is trick. pretty out in the open. <laughs> yeah, so that's well, that. I think Caesars is. Aren't they trying to change it to also have be January to January? So that this might go away at some point, but we will see. Yeah, that would be surprising if they just like fix fix that portion of it. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason. Like February to February is like the strangest. It's very odd. Yeah. Anyway. So that's 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 how you how you do that. So all you need is either, you know, some premium status from another casino, which you can usually match into Diamond at a Caesar's property, uh, especially in Atlantic City or uh, like some hotel premium status that you can match into Wyndham Diamond. Uh, or at least you used to be able to. I'm not sure if that exists now or not. But and then you can get aboard aboard the train. I won't sing any. Uh, I don't even remember what band that was. Never mind. <laughs> come on ride the train you know what i'm talking about i'm i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. title of my sex date what <laughs> let's keep going what's the big news guy i mean we already announced it do for win world headquarters is no longer here um okay. at least the main hotel tower which also was the location of the do for win brand in that is gone. Don't worry. The nice uh, facade that you walk by on the boardwalk, that still exists. It will be demolished later. And the small hotel, which used to be the Holiday Inn, also still exists. But the main tower no longer is there for the Trump Plaza. And if you need to get some uh, delicious generic food, the Rainforest Cafe still there, still open. If you need to get some ceviche or yeah. whatever it is. I think it was paella that, that my brother paella. got before, before a three-hour <laughs> car ride that did not treat him very well at all for that car ride. Uh, that was not in Atlantic City. That was in uh, the Mall of America, I believe. <laughs> I I rode the roller coaster at the Mall of America, but did not eat at the Rainforest Cafe. Well, the Rainforest Cafe apparently would have been worse for your stomach than the roller coaster. So now you know. You hey, chose the, the better option. Do you want to ride the polar coaster? Yeah, whatever. Where's the polar coaster? Whatever happened with that? <laughs> Don't say in your pants. Anyways. Way. That's a throwback way back. Yeah, that was like episode three. Yeah. Rest in peace, polar coaster. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think they're still planning it. There's talk that, you know, more demolition is going to happen. But I guess Marty Small said he, he thinks that the old Holiday Inn, which is the shorter... Trump Plaza Tower and the parking structure will be left up to be 
included in some sort of feature development or a sale. So, you know, we've, we've sort of talked about, like, what would be the ideal thing for this to happen? Could it be the outlets extending to the boardwalk and all this stuff? But keep in mind, Carl Icahn still owns it. So maybe temper some expectations. Like, is he going to make a development there? Is he just going to sell it? We don't know. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, he's not going to develop anything. I, know, I would be very surprised if he developed something himself. But who knows? I mean, I think... Atlantic City is a bit more, well, maybe not now after COVID. I mean, I think we'll have to wait and see really if it comes back. But it, before COVID, it was certainly kind of, you know, on the rise. So not impossible, but I still think it's it's much more likely that he ends up selling it. Hey, I just read today that everybody's going to be vaccinated by 4th of July and Atlantic City is going to have a real I mean, summer, summer. It's going to be legit. People are going to be by storming that you mean back to like. Half half of the people will be vaccinated by then, and the other half will not want to get vaccinated. But, I mean, everyone will still be out and about, so. Right, yeah, the people who don't want to be vaccinated are already out and about, so. True. Well, even some people that do want to be vaccinated, I think, are already out and about. <laughs> sure. Um, all right, so Bally's. Uh, Bally's was shut down uh well was supposed to be shut down for 30 hours starting february 16th and you know as of earlier today they had not reopened yet i mean so they were supposed to open back up uh at like 6 a.m today is that right 10, 10 a.m today they said. Uh, 10 a.m today but uh yeah it was still closed uh as they of noon today according to daryl McEwen, are they open now well their website says now open so i think they're open now <laughs> is it true though I don't know. I haven't gotten confirmation, but the website mm. did say closed temporarily, even until like, you know, noon or one. And then uh -huh. I checked around 6 p.m. and it says now open. So I think they're open. That's good. Uh, I, it is a little weird that it was closed during and right after the Trump Plaza implosion, which presumably brought some interest to the area more than usual. But I, I mean, how many people that were like from out of town do you think really came to that or whatever? That's true. There was also an ice storm. I think it was all, it was mostly today. locals. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it was supposed to open at 10 a.m. today, but then there was an ice storm. So I'm guessing not a whole lot of urgency. There weren't people like banging down the doors at 10 a.m. like, hey. I mean, it, let's be real. There were probably a couple, but not enough to make it worth it. <laughs> There's also a new website, valleysac.com. Did you go? Yes, I, I did go check it out, and your comment was, looks like ass, and I, I do have to agree, it does not look very good. It's uh, it's like a website that if you saw it in like 2004, you'd be like, ooh, that's really nice, but just, you know. I think they made it in Dreamweaver. Yeah, the times, they've, they've changed a bit, and it's just like, everything is way too big, and there's like a complete dearth of information on the, like the space taken to information ratio is incredibly <laughs> low on it. Right, yes, it's very odd. Uh, I mean, most mostly it's like a lot of this same information, like all the restaurants are still the same. The biggest downer, I went to the hotel portion, I clicked the hotel link, and it says call to book. So you're out. You're never going to yeah, go. Yeah, we don't, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I so, mean, come on. I've, I've called to book plenty of times. But would you not call as often to book as you. Bally's? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. We've heard nothing about plans for their players club. Usually I feel like when a new players club launches, you hear all this stuff about what they're going to give away and promos and free play for signing up and tier matching. And we just heard none of that. So hopefully we'll get some of that soon. Although who knows, maybe they'll just end up being like, Oh yes, your Caesar status. We're just using all of that data, but that would be weird. Try to attract some players. Come on, Bally's. They're no longer listed on the Caesar's rate calendar. 
So that's new because they were still listed on the Caesars rate calendar as of a couple weeks ago, even though they no longer owned it. It was no longer part of Caesars in November. I would presume there's probably some cutover date that they had agreed to, you know, sure. some months before or whatever, and that's what this was. But I I say that just as a complete lark. So, But Tropicana's rates are now on the Caesars.com rate calendar, and that is huge. Yeah, and they're all terrible for me. I sent you my, my picture of my rates, and I was basically comped at, at Caesars and Harrah's just all the time. And Tropicana, I had zero comps in the month of March. Yeah, up until two weeks ago, I was comped everywhere, Caesars, Valleys, and Harrah's, all the way up until Memorial Day. Like the week, Memorial Day, week, so like the Thursday before Memorial week, Day weekend. I couldn't get Friday, Saturday, Sunday of Memorial Day. And I thought that was pretty good. You know, good for me, better than I usually would get off season, obviously because mm-hmm. of COVID. I went today to check because Tropicana was listed on there. I have no comps anywhere. And not only that, if you follow our Twitter account religiously, as you should, and get automatic yes. notifications to your phone tablet All and, and apple of watch the tweets which you, you tweet should. about once every month i'd say on average yeah uh you would have seen a side-by-side comparison of my rates versus the rates when i logged out of the system where it is actually 10 to 40 dollars cheaper to be logged out than it is to be craig stone diamond card holder at caesar's rewards <laughs> and that's what we call the punitive rates on this here show yeah i feel like we've mentioned it a lot but i've never actually provided the proof and that is the proof you know they they show they would rather just rent it to anyone off the street way more than renting it to you well jokes on them i have a reservation at harris that's comped for april 23rd to 25th i'm going to cancel it because i also have a reservation at hard rock i'm going to be real with you you should go and check in and then just go check in at Hard Rock and don't do anything oh, at Harrah's. That'd be great. That would teach them. <laughs> It'd be so much work for just spite. I mean, spite is a huge motivator for like everything in my life, but. <laughs> Come on, Greg. Just think about it. Think about yeah. it. Don't, don't roll it out. It's, Let's put it that way. I like it. I was going to say, and given what happened today, it, my motives are a bit less clear than they would have been before today, but uh, I was going to say we should plan a trip in like a may get it on the calendar really yes like you and i trip yeah i wonder how hard a sell that would be in my household be that hard i wouldn't think right depends how much leaving with the kids there is involved i mean your your wife is vaccinated now just you know she can go out and do anything just like let her have a long weekend somewhere i think you could do it a little tit for tat action Mm mm-hmm yeah, that's quid that's pro the way quo, any any good relationship should work. <laughs> yes, there's a truly a currency exchange going on. That's right. The exchange rate is extremely bad for one party. <laughs> and let's say which one. Anyways, I like this idea. I like. I mean, I think because I, I I thought May was like really the appropriate time that like I very much suspect everyone who wants to be vaccinated probably would at least have the first dose in them by then. You know, it'll be a bit nicer outside, I think, and we could get in while rates are still very low before Memorial Day, though I think it's going to be a much lower summer still probably than it usually is, but we'll see. Who knows? Maybe people are going to be banging down the doors. Maybe. But I don't know. I think there's something to people being out of the rhythm of going. Yeah, I mean, it it does feel like even the idea of like planning a trip like this feels very strange and foreign to me at this point, so... All right, we don't have to decide anything now, but May, I think, that was the month I was going to 
we it, it might have to be like a weekday day trip for me or something stupid come on no day i don't want to hear any day trip talk <laughs> you can overnight st- you at can least overnight. one night craig you can come on i i would even for you i will stay on a friday night to saturday because i know that's easier for you then all right we'll talk about it okay actually okay. a sunday into monday might whatever work for me too that's totally fine with i me. don't know why that would be any better for you than friday and saturday i mean it, it would be better for me but it, it doesn't yeah we'll talk about it yeah my wife's virtual on monday hmm. on mondays so that makes a, a difference anyways yeah we'll talk more about it see if this is realistic or not so we got some data so how'd that go it was okay i guess i mean december eh, was such was a bloodbath it, was it really okay no <laughs> no it wasn't okay at all <laughs> I mean, it was down, what, 23% from... Terrible December. Is that right? That seems not right. Yeah, it was wrong. It's up from December. Uh, this is the great content that... Yeah, it was up 8%. We're fixing this as on the fly. On the fly. Because someone who has normally fixed the spreadsheet is, like, off gallivanting from Minnesota to Atlantic probably. City. Probably listening to this in his rental car on the way from BWI to Atlantic City. We didn't give 3m their very profitable sponsorship with this show so that our employee could not update the spreadsheet that's all i have to say (laughs) i guess our unpaid our unpaid employee i mean paid via you know his employer who's a very good sponsor of the show that's that's a good point chickies and peats Um, (laughs) yeah so actually up up 8.8 percent from december which december was just awful so that's kind of a hard (laughs) like hard comparison Like, obviously, we're still comparing year over year to January. The crazy thing is, like, we're not that far off from comparing COVID-impacted months to COVID-impacted months in the year Uh, over year. (laughs) Let me tell you, I I think uh, Q2 is going to be much better this year than it was last year. That's my my prediction, and I would be willing to to gamble on that. Would be crazy as if, you know, something happens where they close on April 2nd, and so Q2 is like one day of revenue and it's still infinitely better than than Q2. <laughs> I feel like that happened with one of the uh like maybe like Trump plazas last month they had like one day of revenue or something and it was like a $10,000 month or something. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. So obviously like the year over year looks bad. I don't think there's any real standouts like I don't nothing jumps out at me as like especially terrible like Bally's came in last and was bad but they it, not significantly worse than it's been. Golden Nugget was up 21% from December. Bally's was up 22% from December. So like the really low performers kind of rebounded in January. Everybody was up from January except for Borgata, who was down 3.5%. What do you think about that? Borgata is in the toilet. They are not doing very well. And as as we talked about a little earlier, yes, the Twitter sphere is all a flutter about how badly they're doing, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're the only down casino, and and I saw some talk on Twitter about, you know, Hard Rock's closing in. Um, So Borgata had, Bally's, please, Borgata had $38.2 million. They're not doing that badly, yes. Yeah. Um, And Hard Rock, in second, had 26.6. So you're still talking a $12 million difference, like more than a quarter of Borgata's revenue, close to a third of Borgata's revenue. Still, they could lose that and be in first place. <laughs> so I, I don't know how close I would say Hard Rock is getting. Like Hard Rock's they're, really they're, not creeping up on them that much. but They're getting closer, certainly. Yeah, closer than they were 
let's see, January of last year, Hard Rock had 21 and Borgata had 54. <laughs> yeah, so Bor- Borgata's <laughs> minus 16 and, and Hard Rock is up 5. Yeah, so that's certainly a better look, but another one like that. It'll, uh, yeah, Borgata will be at 22 and Hard Rock will be at 31 and it'll be done. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I mean, we did say after seeing one day of Hard Rock, the opening, when it was packed, that we could see Hard Rock having a month where they outdid. Our, our ridiculously stupid prediction could still come true just like, like multiple later. years after yeah. we thought it would. By the way, yes, Revel's final month in uh, September of 20. 20- 14 was $147,000. That seems good. Yeah. I think they closed on like, you know, Labor Day or whatever, which was like the yeah. second or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the data? I don't really have too much. I mean, obviously we just added it to the spreadsheet, you know, like 10 minutes ago. No, not not really too much. I mean, Hard Rock Notion, good as always. Uh, Borgata in specific, really. And, and Gold Nugget, just deeply embarrassing, but... I mean, nothing's different than it has been. I don't think we have to dwell on this too much. Hey, resorts, $10.3 million. Sounds bad. Up That's... 44% from December. I, I'm not going to lie. If you had told me what I think the odds are of resorts breaking $10 million in January, I would have said like 5% or something. They did it. They did it. They did it, you know, by by $350,000. It wasn't even that close. No. Anyways... You wanted to save the data till next episode. See, no need. Well, I mean, th- without a spreadsheet, how can we talk about the data? But you, you came to the rescue. Yeah, watch well, all the all those numbers are just wrong. Like the, all the year over year oh, numbers. I'm, I'm sure everything's wrong. <laughs> Nothing is right. It, lo- it looks it looks about right. Seems it seems fine. Nobody's fact checking us except for Mister AC because he knows Daryl McKenna. Friend of the podcast, Governor Phil Murphy, says that outdoor concerts could be a thing this summer. So you want to get into that, Greg? I mean, I don't know how much like real information <laughs> he's friend of the podcast. Here. Yeah, that that too. I mean, he's definitely a friend of the podcast. But yeah, sort of, he sort of says like, "Oh, we're distributing a bunch of doses of the vaccine, and if the progress continues like we think it will, yeah, that could happen." So, and it's and it's really it's like really noncommittal. Like he says, the beach and air show are pro- are higher probability than something indoors. So saying like they're higher probability than something indoors does not is not the same thing as saying like I, oh yeah they're probably going to happen. I don't see any reason why an outdoor concert couldn't happen this summer. Frankly. Yeah, I would really think by like July and August it There's should some be fine. Fairly alarming data about some like whatever like mutation variants or whatever of COVID, but I would be surprised if you asked me in June or July. If you asked me then, I would think it's probably an okay thing to do. I mean, I'll link to the article. It's by Claire Lowe of the Press of Atlantic City. Um, but it's, it is kind of just like quoting Murphy, who's talking about like where he sees summer potentially going in terms of things like these events, indoor versus outdoor. I'm optimistic, but I, I don't know that Murphy's really saying anything here that <laughs> you couldn't get just from common sense. Yeah. With that said, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for win.com. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig some questions to do for win at gmail.com so we can answer them on air and you won't even get a notification about it in your <laughs> no, email. No response. Not even like a thanks. I got it. Nothing. Nothing until you hear about it on the show. Nothing. I think, I think Tom L and uh, somebody else. Keith, I think, have emailed in the past 
and it's been like a month and then it's just like shown up on the agenda for the episode it's just like it's magic like a surprise it's yeah it's like a it's like a nice surprise it's not shitty customer service it's a nice surprise i mean really if we're getting answers i guess if they emailed in in response to our thing it's not the same issue as me but my my podcasting is currently in the month of november so like the podcast i'm listening to oh yeah yeah that's a good point so i am the least up-to-date on anything happening. yeah i mean i listen to like a lot of sports podcasts and there's just like no reason to listen to like yeah. let's hear this like game report from december 1st like that i think i'm an idiot because i still honestly i could you know as as was stated in the past declare pod ba- podcast bankruptcy yes that's eric rosenthal's comment yeah <laughs> but um, i'm just chugging through it i'm just in the month of november the election has just happened it, it's like just gotten to the point where it's like people are like all right you know joe biden won but that's 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 where we are yeah no i have a collector's mentality with podcasts just like you know as a kid if i bought a pack of baseball cards i needed to try to get the whole set if i bought like two comic books in a series i needed to buy every issue even if i stopped reading i was like i'll get to these eventually and keep buying the comic books if i play a video game i need to play like i can't just buy like number three in the series i have to buy one two and three which ensures that you never even start any of them because that's too daunting and not only that, I've had many conversations with you about your, your Zelda playing and how you must get to 100% complete or whatever. Oh, yes, that's it, yeah. Right now I'm playing the legendary game, Yokai Watch 2, made for people my daughter's age. And I'm, like, trying to 100% that, which is so stupid. It's like a kid's game. It's, re- <laughs> it's really, really good. On the Nintendo 3DS, like, most current system of all time. Anyways, why are we talking about this? Let's talk about Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> let me in i want to play your switch (laughs) (laughs) yeah we got to wrap this up so we can go look at more the share zone (laughs) yeah boardwalk empire so it's the end of the season uh my first comment you know last episode we said the over under on the number of people that jimmy killed was going to be 1.5 jimmy beat that in the first 30 seconds of the episode (laughs) yeah (laughs) killed a couple clan guys yeah very fast He, he he did some murdering this episode but uh so so you've written in our agenda, he tries to make amends with Nucky. I, I don't know how true that is. It, it seems like from the way I, I got it from watching it, Jimmy kind of knew what the outcome was and he knew that was how it was going to happen. He, like he was just kind of like handing it off. He He was. I think he was. He's checked out. He just is done. The implication throughout the episode is that he's trying to, to make amends with Nucky. So I'll say that that was that seemed to be the plot. Yeah. So, that, okay, so then that's true. So he was trying in quotes, trying to make amends with Nucky, who eventually calls him and says, hey, I got, I have Manny for you. They meet up, and it's just an ambush, and Nucky shoots Jimmy twice, presumably killing him. Oh, yeah, no, he's dead. Okay. They didn't leave much doubt about right. that. I mean, he shot him in the face twice, so I think yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Nucky and Margaret get married. Yeah, in the middle of all of this. Yes. Yes, lots of other things happen. Nucky gets a mistrial when when uh, Jimmy and what's his name murder uh, the main witness, the new treasurer of Atlantic City. Yeah, Van Alden is in Cicero, Illinois. Uh, you know, pretending to be married to the, I guess, nanny or whatever. Yeah, they're on screen for about four seconds in the episode. Indeed, and at, at the very end of the episode, Margaret has or is in the process of signing over all of the land that she said she would give back to Nucky. Uh, she actually signs it over to the church. So. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen next next season. Yeah, Nucky had like signed it over to her when he thought he was going to go to jail and like wanted to hide it from being seized or whatever. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to need you to give that back. And 
she filled out the form and gave it to the church. So I went online after the episode to see what people mm-hmm. thought of this because I don't, I can't form my own opinions. Indeed. So, so by the way, just before you get to this, I am no longer spoiled. I don't know if you remember in oh, yeah, episode yeah. one, I mentioned that I got a spoiler when I was just because I couldn't remember Margaret Schroeder's name. And so I looked it up and she was listed in the credits as Margaret Thompson. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I got spoiled. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, a review from Slate, as I said, can't form my own opinion, had to go find others. That sounds right. The headline was, did Boardwalk Empire just pull off the smartest TV cliffhanger ever? Referring to Margaret signing over the deed to the church. What did you think of that as the cliffhanger going in in the setup for the third season? You could kind of tell. Like, I thought that was definitely a a big possibility kind of before that. Like, it was very obvious that Margaret knew exactly what's going on. I mean, Nucky's being, like, even shadier than usual, like, the whole episode to her. Whoa. You're angry about it. You're banging on (laughs) I I know. Yes, it was an accident. But maybe I am angry about it. I don't know. Yeah, it it seems like Margaret definitely knew what was going on. She still kind of made her her turn towards God or whatever. It's still happening. And uh, I thought that it was definitely a possibility. And uh, I'm not terribly surprised. But did you like it? Like, do you like that that's the direction going into season three? I'm still stunned that it seems that, that Jimmy's no longer with us. Like, I did not see the show going in that direction at all. Like, that was a big right. shock for me. I really thought they would drag that out for another season, at least. So it was shocking that they wrapped that up so quickly to me. Like, that felt very, like, surprising and, and weird, especially given all the, like, expose that we had of Jimmy to make... Like, we had said Jimmy's, like, an annoying character. Like, he's unlikable. And then the whole, like, previous episode to the finale was setting up that he's, like, damaged, and you sort of were like, oh, yeah, this guy's got, like, you know, he's had a rough life. And then they're like, well, he's, he has had a rough life, and now he's, you know, getting killed. <laughs> Putting him out of his misery, basically. As always, poor, poor Tommy. Oh, man, yeah, that kid. <laughs> now, yeah, now he's with the... Now, now he's, he's just with, with Jimmy's mom. Oh, boy. Rough. That, I think, was sort of an understated, like, very impactful thing in the episode the hints about you know jimmy even even basically hinting to to tommy like look i grew up with with mima and i was just off doing my own shit like she didn't even know where i was right and and you can do that too <laughs> and, and now looking back on it you know with my hypothesis that jimmy knew he was yeah. going to die so i hated the cliffhanger and so i was shocked to see that people liked it and that this person was not alone. So, like, you're very negative about the idea of Margaret signing it over to the church, like that part of the cliffhanger? The reason I don't like it is because I thought that the Margaret was interesting when she was sort of complex in her, like, either going along I, with Nucky or... I see what you're saying, but I don't, I don't agree with, like, the basis of you saying that. I still... I think that if you believe that Margaret is just doing this because she's like found god or whatever i don't i don't think that's right i mean i, I don't know but that, that doesn't seem right to me i think she is a bit more more deep and complex than that yeah i mean okay that that is that will be my hope then because i feel like there was all this stuff in the first season and early in this season where she was sort of figuring things out on her own and making decisions where you realize like she's really sharp and smart and then i feel like they really stripped away so much of her personality I mean, as soon as the priest got involved in this season, like she was just so like deferential to the priest about everything. And then now it seemed to be setting up a third season where she is. We now have like the priest, Margaret and Nucky as the main focus of season three. And I'm just like not here for that at all. I just want to I don't think the priest is really important. I I suspect season three is going to be a lot of of Nucky versus Margaret 
and and them trying to basically outsmart each other more or less yeah i don't i don't like that idea so much either mm. like i just yeah. that's just not what i want to watch but <laughs> i would much rather see you know nucky and jimmy being evil to each other and and you know just jimmy doing heroin in a princeton hotel room or something <laughs> Manny the Butcher, I guess. I also didn't Manny like the Butcher, Manny... still still here. I know, I didn't like Manny the Butcher, so I don't like him sort of winning, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> Why don't you like Manny the Butcher, man? His sort of, the way he talks about everything annoyed me. I don't know, <laughs> I just didn't love the episode in general. I thought it was like... Hmm. I thought I'm the surprised. lead-up took so long, and then the last episode like wrapped everything up so quickly that it seemed weird, but I don't know. It And it definitely did not make me excited for season three. Well, I will continue watching it. You can get the one person review of Warblock Empire going I'm forward, out. I guess. No, I don't know. Like, I definitely, like, groaned at the end of it and was just like, oh, uh, like, my desire to watch the next episode is only in my hope they move it along in a way where it's not just Nucky and Margaret's marriage troubles and them, like, trying to outwit each other. I, I mean, I don't... <laughs> I think it's clear that they're not going to have a normal marriage, so it's not going to really be marriage troubles, frankly. But Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I think it, I thought it was good. I think uh, I'm looking forward to season three. So I don't know. I don't know why you're hating. Well, I've given my hot takes. I think it was like honestly my least favorite episode of the series so far. Hmm. But I also think I think I mean I've talked about it for too long. I do think part of it is I I I feel like big shows like this get a lot of praise just for doing things that are very impactful on the characters, and so like it's just really easy pickings to kill somebody and everybody's like oh my god that was a main character and they killed him i don't think that just because you do that it makes it good i think keeping people off balance is is probably good in of a in and of itself and yeah i don't know i don't know i thought it was fine so we'll see we'll see what season three episode one brings us next time and until then i hope you all have a happy and healthy time and and we'll talk to you all in a few weeks I should probably make it seem like I hated it a little less than I did. No, no. I mean, I think it's good. I think it's, I think, you know, if we were in the, you know, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith camp, that's what brings the, the views. I do think you're wrong, though.